You're listening to The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel. They testify to him. All the historical events in the Bible like creation and Noah's flood and the parting of the Red Sea and the story of David and Goliath or the handwriting that writes on the wall. They all testify of God's power, of his wisdom, of his love of His forgiveness, of His patience, of His holiness, of His justice. What an amazing gift we've been given in the Bible. It reveals essential truths that we can't live without. Sure, you can eat and work and play and sleep and function as a human, but until you allow the book to infiltrate your heart and reveal the truth of God and His plan of salvation, you aren't truly living. As Pastor Dion will remind us in today's message, this life-giving book was given to us by God to draw us closer to Him and to reveal His work in the past, present, and future. Now let's join Pastor Dion in the book of Isaiah chapter 59. As he begins his message, the Bible is a divine message. Thank you for tuning in. Let's open our Bibles. I would say the first passage of Scripture that we want to open to probably would be Isaiah chapter 59. I'll be reading from there. Um, But uh, we've been doing a series called Foundations. And uh, last week we uh, began to look at the Word of God. And we found out that it is not just an ordinary book. We're going to continue that particular study, tease that out a little more. So are you ready? Oh, that was like 10 of you. Are you ready? Awesome. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this time that we get to gather. Lord, to spend time with you, to share our appreciation and our affection and worship, but also, Lord, to learn and to glean and to understand, Lord, the very things that you have put in place for our spiritual life and for our well-being. I pray, Father, that as we get into God's Word today, that you will um, inspire us and you will ignite us um, for the wonderful, uh, amazing book that this Bible uh, presents. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now guys, last week I pointed out that there are many sacred books that claim to be divine. There is the Quran, which is the Muslim Bible. There's the Pearl of Great Price, which is the Mormon Bible. There's the New World Translation, which is the Jehovah Witness Bible. There's the Course of Miracles, which is the New Age and Hindu Bible. But none of those books provide any evidence of divine authorship or authenticity. In fact, when these books that I just mentioned are given a second look, you realize that they are about as authentic as a really bad Elvis impersonator, if you know what I mean. They leave you with a suspicious mind. You know what I'm saying? Well, the Holy Bible also claims divine authorship. In fact, its pages tell a story. This story. Everybody said out loud, it's what? God's story. In the Bible, God reveals Himself. 
It is a book of self-disclosure. It's God's story and He reveals Himself. In the Bible, God describes His nature, His character, His attributes. That He is eternal, had no beginning, has no end. He reveals that He's all-powerful, that He is all-knowing, that He is sovereign, that He is never-changing, that He is loving, that He is just, that He is perfect, that He is forgiving. I could go on, right? An amazing God. But He reveals those things in the Bible to us. In the Bible, God not only tells us who He is, but in the Bible, He also proves that He is who He says He is. You guys get that? See, the stories and the events recorded in the Bible's pages are His witnesses. They testify to Him. All the historical events in the Bible like creation and Noah's flood and the parting of the Red Sea and the story of David and Goliath or the handwriting that writes on the wall, they all testify of God's power, of His wisdom, of His love, of His forgiveness, of His patience, of His holiness, of His justice. That's awesome, isn't it? And along with revealing Himself in the story of the Bible, God also communicated four major headlines in the Bible. Everybody said, how many? Four major headlines. In the Bible, there are these, in these four, with these four major headlines, God is shouting, extra, extra, read all about it. So, in the Bible, God reveals Himself. But he also communicates his message. Four things in particular that keep reoccurring as you go through or read the Bible. The first one is this. Because of Satan and sin, mankind is separated from God. So that's one of the major themes, major you know, storylines, major headlines in the Bible that God is saying, extra, extra, read all about it. Because of Satan and sin, mankind is separated from God. In fact, God spoke through the Old Testament prophet Isaiah saying this. Isaiah chapter 59, verse starting with verse 1, it says, listen now, the Lord isn't too weak to save you, and He isn't getting deaf. He can hear you when you call. But the trouble is that sin has cut you off from God. Because of sin, He has turned His face away from you and will not listen. Everybody say, wow. So one of God's major points, headlines, that He communicates through the Bible is just this. You see, Adam and Eve's rebellion in the garden infected everything and everyone. Since Adam and Eve, every person is born with the nature of sin. And here's what the verse, the Bible says, there is none righteous, no, not one. And everybody say, oh. So the first major message that God communicates through the Bible is because of Satan and sin, mankind is separated from God. The second major message that God communicates in the Bible is that eternal, eventual judgment will happen on the ungodly. 
And everybody say, oh, again. Another big theme, reoccurring theme throughout the Bible. First, that man is separated from God because of sin. And then secondly, there will be an eventual judgment on the ungodly, on those who rebel and remain in their sin. Then there's the third major message of the Bible, and it is this, God's plan of, everybody say it out loud, what? Redemption. Say it again, what? Redemption. That's some good news. Look at your neighbor and say, some good news. God's plan to save mankind is found in the Bible. He reveals that to us. It's one of His major headlines. His plan to save us, to reconcile and restore us to Himself through the Messiah. In fact, here are two verses, one from the Old and another from the New Testament about this. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11 that you're very familiar with. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen and you will find me when you seek me. Isn't that awesome? And then there's Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 5. It says this, God's unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. Yeah, you, you can applause for that. I would. So, in the Bible, God reveals himself, self disclosure. He also provides us with major, the major messages. One, because of Satan and sin, mankind is separated from God. Two, there will be an eventual judgment on the ungodly, on those who remain in rebellion towards God. Three, God's plan to reconcile and restore us to Himself through the Messiah. And here's the fourth major message of the Bible. Everybody say it out loud. How now shall we live? Let's say it again. How now shall we live? In the Bible, we find God's instructions for the redeemed. Remember, one of the major themes is He wants to redeem us, right? So we won't go through the eventual judgment on the ungodly because there is none righteous and no, not one, right? So in the book, He reveals to us these instructions for the redeemed. How to live godly lives in an ungodly world. And in them, in the Bible, they're not suggestions. They're not proposals. In the Bible, God revealed His moral standard, His principles, His prescriptions, His promises, His counsel, His commands, His conditions. So the Bible is an instruction manual. Everybody said out loud, it's what? It's an instruction manual. What, what would be the title of it? Christianity for Dummies. Yeah, go ahead and look at your neighbor and say, that's me. Yeah. Look at your, look at your neighbor and say, I need it. Or uh, look at your neighbor and say, you need it, right? We do. So God's, the, the, the major themes that are in the Bible, God, what God is communicating, we are all sinners. We're all doomed for judgment. But God has a plan of redemption through His Messiah. And those who 
are redeemed who take the option and believe in the Messiah, then this he has a message for us to know how to live a godly life in an ungodly world. Look at your neighbor and say, I got it. I got it. The Bible is that, is that book, Christianity for, for Dummies. I love the way Paul explained it in 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17. Here's what it says. The whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. It is God's way of making us well-prepared at every point, fully equipped to do good to everyone. Did you catch it? You know, I think I want to read that verse again. How about you? Let's put it up there again. 2 Timothy 3.16, the whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. It's God's way of making us well-prepared at every point, fully equipped to do good to everyone. Guys, in a nutshell, a Bible that is falling apart usually belongs to a person that isn't. So the Bible claims that its author and its message is divine. But how can we be sure? Is there proof? Is there evidence that it is divine? Well, guys, this is where the Bible and other alleged sacred books differ. You see, the Bible is an, has undeniable evidence that it is a supernatural and divine book. The sovereign God has left his fingerprints all over the Bible. Would you like to investigate? The first evidence that this is a divine book that the, is authored by God is first, it has a, everybody say it out loud, a unified message. Forty different contributors in the Bible over a period of 1,500 years who lived on three different continents all had aligning stories. I mean, two people having the same story would be a coincidence. Forty people having the same story is an undeniable miracle. The only way 40 people living at different times and on different continents, speaking different languages, could have the exact same message is that they all had the same muse. They all were inspired by the same source. Can you see God's fingerprint? The second evidence that the sovereign God is the author of the Bible is this. Everybody say it out loud. Scientific knowledge. Say it again. Scientific knowledge. Before man had the knowledge or capabilities of knowing, before there were telescopes, microscopes, or Wikipedia, you know what I'm saying? The Bible revealed specific details about cosmology, biology, zoology, meteorology, about botany, 
The scientific knowledge of the Bible proves that it was written by the creator and designer of the universe. God left his fingerprint. Everybody say it out loud. God left his fingerprint. The third proof that the sovereign God is the author of the Bible is its, number three, everybody say it, its prophetic accuracy. Say it out loud. It's what? Prophetic accuracy. The Bible records specific and detailed events that could not be known or anticipated, all of which were fulfilled with 100% accuracy. Can I say that again? With 100% accuracy. Only a sovereign who who lives outside of time and space could be that accurate. In fact, listen to what God said about Himself in the Bible. Isaiah 46, verse 9. For I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. Yeah. The prophetic accuracy of the Bible is undeniable evidence that God is its author. But if you're still not convinced, if you're still saying, I'm not not sure, consider the Bible's this. Everybody say it out loud. Eternal quality. Say it again. What? Eternal quality. Did you know that the Bible was preserved with each transmission? You know, it's copied over and over again without error for over 2,000 years. The message has never changed. It has never been altered. It has never been twisted. I mean, we guys, we can't even pass a simple sentence through five people without it getting twisted. Let's go Brandon, for instance. You hear what I'm saying? And yet, for over 2,000 years, the Bible was trans, had, the transmission was copied over and over and over again without one error. I mean, there are over 25,000 known manuscripts dating back as far as 200 years before Jesus Christ. And the most it has is a few minor misspellings. Everybody say, wow. And the miracle doesn't end with just the transmission. The miracle is also seen in the preservation of the Bible. Did you know that no other book has been so violently attacked as the Bible? In the year 303 AD, the emperor Diocletian wanted to eradicate Christianity from the earth. He executed thousands of Christians. And he also issued a federal mandate that all Bibles be destroyed. Everybody say, wow. Well, Diocletian died and the Bible continued. There's a good place to applause right there. But then it goes further. 600 years after Diocletian, the Catholic Church decided that only priests 
bishops, and the Pope could read and interpret the Scriptures. So they confiscated Bibles from the common people. They got them all back. Then they translated the Scriptures into Latin, the language of the elite and the educated. They, they, they tried to control the Bible and who should read it. Listen, men can control religion, but they cannot control the Bible. It refuses to be manipulated or caged. It found its way out. Then, at the end of the Renaissance era, an extremely popular French atheistic philosopher by the name of Voltaire used his pen and his popularity to attack the Bible. He wrote this statement several times in his widely read publications. Quote, The Bible was written by fools. I will see to it that both the Bible and Christianity become extinct within 20 years. The Bible will be forgotten. End of quote. Voltaire huffed and he puffed, but he could not destroy the Bible. Now watch this. Ironically, the year after Voltaire died, his mansion was purchased and converted into a publishing house to print Bibles. Voltaire is dead and gone, but the Bible is still the number one bestseller in the world. The Word of God is indestructible. The old poem says, Hammer away, you hostile hands. Your hammers will break while God's anvil stands. I like that, yeah. 1 Peter 1.24 says this, All people are like grass, and all their beauty is like a flower of the field. The grass dries up, and the flower drops off. Everybody out loud, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. The reason the Bible is eternal is because its author is eternal. But if you're still looking for a more current proof that the Bible is a divine book, maybe you, you, we've gone through the list and you said, wow, I, I would like something more current, a more current evidence that the Bible is a divine book. Well, I would suggest you look at the person sitting next to you. Huh? Oh yeah, see, the Bible has transforming power. The Word of God will change us. Everybody say transforming power. Tra the Word of God will change us. As we cling to the simple Thanks for joining us here on The Simple Truth with Pastor Dion Cordova. Pastor Dion has been taking it down to the foundation in the current series, laying out the basics of the faith. Doesn't going back to the basics just sound lovely? Take away all the cares of the world, drop off your adult worries and responsibilities, and go back to the time of Jesus loves me, this I know. 
The foundation of our faith rests on that one extraordinary truth. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves you. How do we know? The Bible tells us so, over and over, in a million different ways. So, how is this time of resting on the simple truth felt to you? Can you feel the love of Jesus surrounding you? He wants you to feel that way all the time, in every situation. So, when you leave this holy space with the Lord, take His love with you. And here's the truth, my friend. The more time you spend in the Word with Jesus, the more you'll know and feel His love for you. If you're not ready to leave this space just yet, don't worry. You can stick around. Pastor Dion has many more messages of God's love, and they're all stored on our YouTube page. Just head on over there next to continue in the Word. The Simple Truth is a ministry out of Truth Ministries Calvary Chapel in Española, New Mexico. To find out more about us and find our church, head on over to tmcalvary.com. Once again, that's tmcalvary.com. We'd love to have you come see us sometime. And with that, we have come to the end of our time together. Come back next time to soak in more love right here on The Simple Truth. Let us join our hands and together we stand. Together we